Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. Steve Gonsalves gave an interview to CNN, and he was discussing how his family and himself were navigating this holiday season without Kaylee in the picture. And it's just brutal to watch him or his family members talk about this stuff live on air. Because you can just see the pain in this man's face. This is a guy who woke up one day and had his whole ass world rocked upside down. And he's a man who's demanding some answers. And there's people out there that don't really care for it. Well, I'm not one of those people. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and sit here and act like I'd be sitting on my hands if it was me. Because I wouldn't be. I'd be going absolutely bananas. And I've said this before. So I think Mr. Gonsalves is handling himself quite well, honestly. And if you want to have beef with somebody, go talk to the coroner, who's not even a medical doctor, by the way, who is giving out all of this information to the families in the wake of these murders. Not only that, giving this information to Mr. Gonsalves' daughter. This is an elected official in Moscow. So why is she out here talking out of the side of her neck, giving out this sort of information, if the investigators themselves don't want this information given out? I think that sounds like a coroner problem, not a Mr. Gonsalves problem. Today's article is from KXLY.com and the headline, We're struggling. Dad of Idaho murder victim reflects on lack of suspect five weeks after murders. And now remember, look, five weeks is really not that long of a time when we're talking about a homicide investigation. These investigations take time to process. You have to wait for a whole boatload of results to come in on the DNA front and on the digital forensic front. And that's just scratching the tip of the iceberg. I'm under no illusions that the investigators have quite the job on their hands. And since Jump Street, I really haven't had too much of a gripe with what they're doing behind the scenes because, again, I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. So I can't criticize that and do it honestly, right? So I really don't have anything to say about that. My biggest problem has been the miscommunication, and it seems like the chief here, Chief Fry, has some thin skin. And if you're going to have an international case like this, which it has now become, by the way, there is international interest in this case, you have to have a thick skin. People are going to criticize you. They're going to criticize your investigation. And you just have to keep it moving and keep grinding. Because whatever people have to say about the police chief or their investigation, it really shouldn't matter to the investigators. If you're confident in what you're doing, then let the results speak for themselves. Because really, when all is said and done, that's what's going to matter. The results in this case. Did you find the killer or didn't you? This article was authored by Melissa Luck. Five weeks after four University of Idaho students were murdered, the father of one of the victims says he's still hopeful for a resolution in the case. Steve Gonsalves' daughter, Kaylee, was stabbed to death on November 13th 
Her friends Maddie Mogan, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Carnodal were also killed in the home just off campus. Gonsalves has been the most outspoken of the victims' families, often critical of the lack of public information and the pace of the investigation. And there are people out there that are really butthurt that Steve Gonsalves has an opinion about what happened to his daughter. What I'll say to you is this. Don't you think that the survivors of Jeffrey Epstein or the gymnasts that were, you know, representing the United States of America, don't they wish that they had somebody as outspoken as Steve Gonsalves that was willing to hold people's feet to the fire? Because there's a whole lot of trust and faith that's put into the FBI, and I just don't get it, honestly. This isn't the FBI of yesteryear. This isn't the Elliot Ness untouchable FBI. Wednesday, he said on CNN that he's trying to determine how to navigate the holiday season, knowing his daughter's killer is still out there. We want to take time away. We don't want to be on the circuit, Gonsalves said. We just want to relax in knowing that those officers are there and they're the best of the best. It's definitely, definitely comforting. So of course you want the best of the best if it's your daughter. Would anyone demand any less? And they have investigators that have only been on the scene for a couple of years who are taking lead roles here. Of course people are going to question that. Now, all of that criticism might be unfounded. The investigator might be top-notch and great at what he does. But does that mean that people shouldn't bring up the question at the very least or the criticism? That this is somebody with not that much experience when it comes to turning homicide cases? Why would people get mad at someone asking that question? And that's basically what Mr. Gonsalves is doing here. And then people turn it around like he's trying to attack the investigation. It's bananas to me. You can be critical of something but still support it. This all or nothing nonsense that we find ourselves engaging in all the time is a little weird. You can support this investigation, but at the same time be critical of it and demand more of it because you want results. And that's where I I find myself viewing Steve Gonsalves at. Somebody who might be critical of this investigation, but if you think that you want this investigation solved more than Steve Gonsalves or any of these family members, you should probably take a step back and get in touch with reality. We're struggling, he said, and we have a lot of people around us that are there for us and help us and giving us some support, so we'll make it through. Can you imagine going into the holiday season like this? You already missed Thanksgiving with your daughter because she was murdered. Now you have Christmas, you have New Year, and all of the days to come in the future without your daughter. And people are out here actually criticizing this dude. It is just unbelievable to me. Police haven't released much new information, only saying they've received more than 10,000 tips on the case. New video surfaced over the weekend that shows two of the victims, Kaylee and Maddie, walking with a friend in the hours before they were attacked. It's not clear if that will help the case in any way, but it did offer more context to fill in where they were before they were killed. That video, along with more than 4,500 other video clips, has been shared with the FBI. And there's people out there that actually are saying things like, well, there's too many tips coming in. How are they going to sort through them? What does that even mean? So should people stop offering up tips? 
Now, obviously, if you're sitting around in your basement and you got some kind of spirit box or you're consulting your ancestors about what happened in this case or you're throwing chicken bones and dancing around like a wild man, I'm pretty confident that I can speak for everybody when I say cut the shit. You're not going to solve this case. And while we might criticize the investigators here on this podcast, I am well aware that they are the best chance we have for getting justice here. But that doesn't mean we're not going to stay on top of it. Look, after what I learned over the last four years following the Jeffrey Epstein case and the Larry Nasser case, nothing really shocks me when it comes to ineptitude at the highest levels of the FBI. So given those past experiences, I'm a little bit more critical of the FBI overall as far as the bureaucracy goes. The most significant piece of evidence so far has been the search for a white Hyundai Elantra that was seen near the crime scene at the time of the murders. Police believe whoever was in the car could have information critical to the case. They showed a clip of where the camera was, so you can kind of get a good idea of what street that was filming. Gonzalez said of the car, which was captured on a nearby surveillance camera. It would be suspicious, I would believe, for a vehicle just to be rolling around at 3 in the morning So I think they have good reason to talk to that individual and see what was going on during that time. Yeah, there's no doubt. Whoever was driving that vehicle, there's some questions that they have to answer. 100%. Now, is the person or persons in that vehicle the murderer? We don't know that yet. But it seems to me that this is a very, very critical piece of information or that they could have a very critical piece of information. And with all of the hubbub going on and all of the publicity around this case, I have a hard time believing that there's somebody out there driving this Hyundai Elantra that just has no idea that this is all going on. Moscow police say they've identified more than 22,000 vehicles that match the description of the make and model and want anyone with specific leads to come forward. Monday, they said a white Elantra found crashed and abandoned in Eugene, Oregon, has no connection to the case. Gonsalves said he won't stop trying to help authorities find the killer. I'm trying to do everything in my power to help them, and we're trying to collaborate with them, he said. That's a good thing. I don't know why the authorities would not be receptive to that. Now, you don't have to give them inside information, but have a little bit of empathy. And from what we have heard, it doesn't seem like there's been much of that to go around. He also urged people online to stop sharing personal information about people that have not been named in any way as suspects. This is a good move, too. If you're out there and you think that you're Inspector Clouseau or Inspector Gadget or some shit like that, you're not. Take it easy. Take a step back. Internet forums and Facebook groups are filled with people sharing unsubstantiated theories about the case, including names, pictures, and private information. Look, if you want to share theories and speculation, that's one thing. That's the human mind. Everybody is going to want to know who did this, right? And everybody's going to have their own opinion on what they think happened. But when you start inserting names and you start doxing people, contacting people's jobs, all that other bullshit, what is wrong with you? Don't go after them. Don't take pictures of their homes. We don't want that. We're not after that at all. And they're not. That's the kind of shit that gets in the way. This is a grieving father. And if you don't have anything to offer as far as a real 
full-on tip goes, you shouldn't be calling in with your BS spirit boxes or your crystals or Mercury's in retrograde. Nobody wants to hear it. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that valid criticism shouldn't be leveled at an investigation that seems to not be going very far very quickly. So finding that balance, I think, is going to be crucial for Mr. Gonsalves and his family moving forward. And hopefully, they'll find that balance and them and the authorities can get on the same page and at least get a relationship that is not filled with friction. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box.